Welcome, welcome, family, to the Struggles of Life podcast, finding purpose in the midst of your struggles. And I'm your host, Robert Claiborne, a.k.a. hashtag Mr. Created with the Purpose. Okay, this is episode 29, 29. Um, so we're going to dive into a, um, like, a, I wouldn't say a series, but we're going to dive into a topic that may be about two or three parts to it. And the name of it is Reset. Now, this isn't a, a New Year's thing at all. Um, it's just sometimes we have to we have to push the reset button on our on our lives, right? So what I mean by that is like uh, some days ago, earlier this week actually, um, you know, I've I've realized. I, I got so caught up in in my works that I am doing as far as my calling and everything, you know, with, you know, the calling and purpose God has created me to to carry out. Um, and I began to, I wouldn't say lose sight of my relationship with him, but I, I became so consumed with with what I'm supposed to be doing versus sowing in my relationship with him. Alright? Now if you've been been following me for some time and caught some earlier episodes, you'll know I've struggled with this um you know throughout my my uh my journey with him over these last couple of years. Now now isn't um it it is it hadn't got as bad as it has before um but you know like because i've i've encountered this a couple of times early on like i know i know when i'm starting to slip a bit and so on in my relationship with them because it's a daily it's a daily thing like we can't just okay like i'm feeling this god thing today and then tomorrow it's like well i'm not really not feeling it you know what i'm saying i'll just get back to him later no that's not what that is like this is a walk a daily process all right so we must do this daily all right so um so and and, and it's crazy because like so this part is called filling the void all right filling the void and that's one way I know when I be when I begin to stray or when I start to lose sight of him because I begin to feel a void there. Although although I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing which is which is possible to do what 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 we've been called to do as it relates to our the works and everything is possible to to do that but do it apart from him. All right. So there, like, we have to make make the um, we have to make the distinction. All right. We have to we have to know the difference because when we know the difference, and when when once we've built a relationship with them and walk with them in the past, then we'll know the difference. Like he give us a spirit of discernment. He'll give us warnings. He'll like let us know like you're starting to stray a bit. You're starting to lose sight. 
I'm gonna need you to come back closer to me because you're starting to walk too far away from me. You're walking too far ahead of me. You're not going in a direction that I need you to go in, all right? Which will also be another part to this series, which is um, um, God's will versus our works. It may the title may be a bit different, but uh, basically the whole concept is focus on God's will and not our works. All right, because we can we can um, we can be doing the works, but not God's will. All right. But when we focus and do God's will, guaranteed, we're going to do the works as we have been created and called to do. All right. So fill in the void. Right. So um, I, I just noticed things was a bit different. And I knew why, because because like I just I just know I have not been obedient to the level that he expect me to be. So it's like naturally like the devil he play he play on that and because we know that we have been we have not been obedient like we're supposed to be then we start to feel guilty about it we start to feel ashamed you know and then the devil he come in and tell us that like we done we done messed up for the last time or um god like he can't he can't use us anymore or he don't want to have that relationship with us any, anymore like he's good at manipulating and deceiving us in that way and we have to always remember that he's the he's the father of lies he's the father of deceit he's a fa uh, father of deception he's the father of manipulation so we have to block that and go to God like and repent let him know that like acknowledge the fact that we have gone astray that we have um, we've been disobedient and repent like and you know ask him for forgiveness and start back walking with him and and fellowship with him going in the direction and doing what he need us to do first and foremost um and that's relationship because without relationship nothing nothing else matters he can care less about the works that we do that's why when he um in ephesians 2 verses uh, I think eight and nine. I think um, he said we have been saved by grace through faith. I or is it saved by faith through grace? No, no, I'm sorry. We have been saved by grace through faith, and the reason why he make that known is, which he said, um, you know, and you know, and a couple words following that, saying that because it's the gift of God so no man can boast it's the same thing with works like if it if it's apart from a relationship then he can care less about our works it's about his will and not the works it's about his will and not our works all right so we'll know when we will begin to fill a void because now we just we just doing the works and when that happens like we have to we have to know that we must turn back we must go back to him and pick up where we left off with him in our relationship with him and begin to walk forward with him so earlier this week i'm like i'm like i'm like god i, I just need a reset 
I need a reset because what I begun like the works it I it's almost like it was just empty you know what I'm saying it was it, I was just doing it and like it wasn't it it, it it yes it was coming from the right place but it again it was apart from relationship it was apart from a relationship with them so I just told them I need a reset because I have so much going on right now and so much that I need to be doing and it's it's somewhat clouding my judgment I don't necessarily know what to do next yes I'm being consistent but am I being effective yes I'm being effective but am I being obedient to how you want me to um, to do it so really am I being effective am I being effective and consistent according to what I think is right and what I feel like I'm supposed to be doing or you have put up place your stamp of approval on everything that I'm doing according to your will not the works so I, I, I asked for a reset I needed a reset because I, I, I've been down this road before and this is just the beginning of going down that that path of just doing the works and and I'm 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 slacking in my relationship with them so that's why this is called this part is going this little, I get, let's say series, so we'll be on the same page. Um, this little three-part series, that's why it's called um, Filling the Void, because we all hit a point in our lives where we fill a void. Like, you can be good financially, but there's something missing. You can be good in other areas of your life, but it's like, it still seems like something is missing. And we start to think money is, we're missing, like, we start to feel like money is what's, what we're missing. We start to feel like another person, uh, another human is what we're missing. We start to feel like things are what we're missing. But the void that, that we're missing, I'm sorry, the, the void that, we, there, that we're filling and what we're missing, who we're missing out on is God a relationship with Jesus Christ that's what we're missing so maybe you are in a place right now that you feel like you you're like you you're missing something you're feeling a void I want to tell you a relationship with Christ is the void that you are feeling that's what you're missing and I can I, I say that with such confidence because we can we can have nothing but if we have Christ then we won't fill a void yeah obviously like you know like there's much more to our lives than this yes that's what that is but when we have a relationship with Christ that void is we have no we have no void like he said that he said that um I think it was to his disciples or maybe the people um that was in the vicinity when he was teaching um they was talking about yeah they was talking about how you know Moses he made uh manna rain from the sky and so on and so forth but Jesus was telling them like that didn't come from Moses pretty much like that came from heaven that came from they came from my father. Like he rained down manna and where they were able to, to eat. And he said, 
I am delivered like I like my flesh is is the bread. As long as you and as long as you have me, you will never go hungry. I am the living water. He's talking about his blood. Like you like I'm the living water. As long as you drink from me, you would never thirst. So it's the same thing. It's the same thing. He fills the void that's in our lives. No matter, no matter what that void is. And a lot of us, we don't even know what that void is. So if we don't know what that void is or what area that we're filling the void, how can we how can we know? How can we actually know what it would take to fill that void? But I'm here to tell you today that the void that you're missing in your life, regardless if you agree or disagree, regardless if you disagree, the void that you're filling in your life is the lack of having an intimate relationship with Christ because he will fill the void. Like he has encountered everything that we encounter in life. Ridicule. People talking about you. Guess what? They talked about Jesus. And to his face. Like when Jesus walked the earth. Like like teaching in the synagogues and, and just teaching from 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 what his father has instructed and willed him to to do purposed him to do they ran him out of towns on on more than one of occasion you're not welcome in your city guess what he wasn't welcome in his own city in nazareth they ran him out they ran him up out of nazareth and right before they ran him out he said like people from your own town will not accept you not it's not what he said verbatim and when he said that that's when that's when he talking start talking about Moses and they were talking about Moses and, and and they were saying and he told them like those from my father and you know without me so and so so and so then you would not have it because they they was having they would they had a earthly perspective looking at things from from human wisdom and right after that they ran him out of his own town they verbally abused him they physically abused him like they beat like they beat him up they they spit on him they handled him in such a way all the way to the point of death where they killed him So guess what? Everything that we've gone through, he's been through it. Like there was, like he was, like he was led by the spirit into and into uh, into the mountains to be tempted by the devil. The text said that he he fasted for forty days, forty days, I think forty nights, but he fasted for forty days. And and in, in the text in Matthew, it said that he was hungry, and that's when the devil came. But telling him like to turn, turn, I forget whatever it was, to bread. And and he told them that 
you know, like man should not live off bread alone. But every word from 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 the father, like so he was hungry. How many times you've gone hungry? If you listen to me, I mean if you listening to this, you you've done you schemed and you've done things to feed your family to 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 get ahead. You were tempted to do this because you were hungry. Well, guess what? Jesus was hungry. The devil came and tempted him as well. Telling him, like, hey, turn this into bread. So he has he has encountered everything in life that we encounter. That's why he said that that he's on the right seat of the Father and he intercedes on our behalf because he know what we've been through God himself like he don't know what we've been through because he didn't walk the earth but Christ do he he came into the physical realm and because he came into the physical realm and he he been through everything we've been through now we can go to Christ and he's able to sympathize with us on our behalf he can tell it he can tell our father like i know what that feels like you remember that one time i went through that yeah i i i, I felt that it was it was hard like it was tough i know what it feels like he can sympathize with us and on our behalf so he know what we're he know what we're going through here on earth but the only difference between him and us he finished the race perfectly perfectly so if he did it perfectly obviously we need to go to him and find out how we need to handle the situations and everything that we go through in life because he encountered all of that he encountered all of that and yet he endured perfectly alright so if you fill in the void go to Christ he know what it feels like and he can fill you up he can fill you up so right now I want to close in prayer I want to close in prayer with you. Pray for you. Pray with you. Because maybe you fill in the void and you just you just need a reset. You don't know you don't know what to do next. It's so much going on around you, you can't think straight. You're going through emotional roller coasters and you don't know exactly what to feel. You just know you feel it and it's not a good feeling. Well, Christ, he can, if it's his will, he will take away or deliver you or heal you from what you're going through. But it is at his appointed time. And if he don't heal you right now or deliver you from it, for one, he can, he will fill the void right now. And two, 
he'll jump in a storm with you, just like he did with his disciples when they was going to the other side in a boat. He was there with them. He made the, the storm, he made the storm be still. And even if he didn't, like while the storm was raging, he was there with them. And he told them, you have little faith. You know what I'm saying? Like, so even if he don't make it go away now, immediately, he's in a storm with you. And before he left earth, he told the disciples, peace I leave with you. So if you have Christ, you have access to that peace. And that peace surpasses all understanding. So although it does not change around you, you will have peace. And they'd be like, man, how can I have peace in such a time as this? And that's the peace that surpasses understanding. And that's the peace that, that Christ gives. That's the peace that Christ offers. And if, you have, if you've accepted Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, that's the peace that you now have. The peace that you have access to. You just have to shift your focus, shift your perspective, and cling to him and ask him for that peace. And don't worry. Don't doubt. Because when you do, as it says in John James 1, I think, verse 5. If you ask of God, like, if you pray to God, like, don't, don't doubt. Because the Bible calls that double-minded. And when we doubt, after we took something to him and prayed, then he like, that man should not expect anything from the Lord because he's double-minded. So let's go to him with your whatever you're going through right now and give it in his hands. Because Christ said, Christ said, like, come all who are weary and I will give you rest. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. So give it to him. You're not, we're not meant to walk around with this. We're supposed to give it to him. Alright, so let's close in prayer and ask for that peace. Heavenly Father, thank you for giving us an opportunity to walk this earth. It is an honor and it, it's, it's surely your grace and mercy. You have given us another opportunity to experience you on a deeper level, on a real level. Lord, right now, I want to pray for my brothers and sisters out there because they're really going through something. They fill in the void. You know what that void is. I do not. They may not know what that void is, but you do. I ask that you will fill them up. Fill their cup up with you. I ask that you will fill their void, that void, in them. Even if you have to let them know what that is first. Please, by all means, because they need to know you just filled that void. Because you have given them a peace. And they know that everything is going to be fine. And they only have access to that in you. So I ask that you will fill them up and give them, give them that peace that surpasses understanding. Let them know that they don't have to worry anymore. They don't have to fear anymore. They don't have to doubt anymore. Because you said, I have conquered the world. And in you, we are more than conquerors. Conquerors. And we have that abundant life in you let them know that it is you that fill their cups 
they don't have to thirst anymore. Food, they don't have to go hungry anymore because you are the true bread of life. And I ask that, that you will let them know that they will come to you for it, whatever that is, even if they don't know what it is. It's because they feel in the void. And when they feel that, give them the spirit of discernment to know I've strayed, I've lost sight. I'm I have the wrong perspective. I need to go to I need to go to my king. I need to go to my Lord. I need to go to my Father. I need to go to my Savior. Because in him I have life. And I ask that you watch over them, cover them, whatever whatever they are going through in life deliver them from it whatever illness or sickness heal them whatever whatever country whatever is going on there protect them and let them know that they don't have to worry anymore because whatever your will is for their life they're going to trust you for it and for those who have not accepted Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, you have to believe in your heart that Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins. And he rose from the dead. And you now have life in him. But you must profess with your mouth. So please repeat after me and believe it in your heart. You have to mean it for yourself. You ready? Heavenly Father, I am a sinner. I believe you sent your son Jesus Christ to die on the cross for my sins. And right now, I accept him into my life to be Lord over my life. From this day forward, I ask that you will change me, transform me, and renew my mind. Renew me, Lord. And I place my trust alone in Christ alone. And from this day forward, I will follow you no matter what it looks like, no matter if there's there's going to be persecution because you said in your word, because of my name's sake, you will be persecuted. But you also said when that happens, consider yourself blessed. So we claim, declare, and profess that in Jesus' name. We thank you. Love you. Amen. I, my brothers and sisters out there who, who, um, who just heard this, you've been saved. Welcome to, welcome to um, the body of Christ. You now have salvation in Christ. All right. So uh, I encourage you to open your Bibles, begin building a stronger relationship with Him, and just allow Him to show you the way. All right. Until next time. Just know that you are blessed. You have been called for something greater and a better life, the abundant life that Christ said I came to give. All right. So um, please reach out to me at GIS, as in God and Perfect Soldiers, GIS Ministries with the S on the end at yahoo.com. If you're struggling with anything, need some advice, encouragement, you want to challenge me, you want to pray for me, whatever it is, please, by all means, uh, reach out to me and um, and I will be at your service as much as it permits me from God. All right. So until next time, 
Just know we come together to get through and grow together here on the podcast because at the beginning and the ending of reality, your struggles are my struggles. I love you guys. Stay blessed. Peace.